Hi, welcome to Quid Pro Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Samuel Law. And we are talking about how to publish through crowdfunding. Uh, Samuel, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, uh, I'm Sam. I'm trying this whole book writing, publishing thing out. Uh, I've been writing for quite some time. I'm a high, I just graduated high school, but I've been writing since middle school. I've been learning a lot through that. And uh, my project right now is really the first big push into trying to get a book out there. So it's pretty exciting. That's awesome. Um, let's go through some definitions and then we'll get into more questions. We'll get to know more about you and how you're publishing via crowdfunding. So Zach, Great. do you want to tell us what crowdfunding is? Sure. So Crowdfunding is this idea that you have this big project and it's going to cost a lot of money. And rather than taking, you know, years, couple months, whatever your timeline is in order to earn that much money in order to foot the bill yourself, um, crowdfunding is turning outward and inviting people to participate in the in fundraising for a particular project in return for some kind of benefit. So it could be um in the case of like a, a game, it could be a copy of the game. It could be uh, like posters, um, bookmarks. There are lots of different ways that people reward backers through crowdfunding. So one of the most uh, um, popular crowdfunding websites is Kickstarter. Um, they do a lot of uh, um, games, whether they're tabletop games, video games, um, but they also do books, which is what we're what we're talking about today. Very cool. Um... Sam, you mentioned that this is your first foray into publishing. Tell us about your Kickstarter. What, what's your book yeah. you're writing? So the book I'm writing is a fantasy book. It's it's the way I describe it when I'm just like when people just ask about it because you know it's kind of hard to give like a full on description. Is it's like Lord of the Rings but scary, or like Harry Potter but scary. It's it's got fantasy vibes. Uh, it's very much inspired by a lot of uh, Dungeons and Dragons stuff, uh, which is what I came from. Uh, so it's inspired by that and some, you know, Lovecraft horror in there as well, without the weird Lovecraft other stuff. Yeah, we want to distance ourselves from all of the antiquated racism and sexism that we can. <laughs> Always. And then here's just a fun question that we've been doing on our podcast for a little while is what is your one of your hot takes on Ooh. reading or writing or fandoms or anything of the time? Oh, gosh. Um, okay. One of my hot takes is that, in my opinion, in my opinion, the way that they're doing like the whole representation thing is a little bit silly to me because the way they're doing it is they're 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 making these characters strong, right? Like female characters, people of color characters, right? They're making them strong, but they're comparing them to people who are very, very much not that impressive. So, like if we take the new Star Wars, right? We have Rey, who is very, very strong, very powerful. But she's being compared in contrast to Kylo Ren, who is all in on not very impressive compared to someone like Darth Vader. So if you're taking, you know, it's like it's saying you're great compared to like the lowest margin. And that's not necessarily great. <laughs> that is a very good hot take. I find myself agreeing with it. <laughs> um, and then let's get into the questions more about the Kickstarter and crowdfunding. Zach, do you want to ask that first question? Sure. So tell us about your decision to publish via crowdfunding. Tell us a little bit about your your decision-making process and how you arrived at that decision. Right. So 
initially I was actually going for uh, traditional publishing where, you know, it's a process where you submit your manuscript to agents, agents go to publishers and they, you sell your rights away basically. And I, I tried doing that and I'm still waiting for responses from a bunch of agents, but I realized that a, my manuscript is not what a lot of agents are looking for. Uh, agents are nowadays are from what I've seen are looking for a lot of, you know, LGBTQ uh, people of color stories that are like uh, the, the common phrases like, uh, uh, making people aware of marginalized voices and whatnot. And my story isn't necessarily that because my main characters are elves and elves do not exist. So I don't think uh, that that necessarily falls into that category. Um, so I was like, there, there's not a very high chance that my book gets picked up um, by these agents. And especially because I'm also a debut author, you know, it's, it's a very, very sketchy thing. Um, and also another thing that drew me away from traditional publishing is the fact that when you sell your rights to your book, you actually properly sell your rights. So you lose most of your creative control over your book and it's up to the publisher to do whatever they want. Which for me, I didn't really like the idea of because it's my book and I it was my labor of love project and I want to work on it myself. Um, and also it's a very long process, traditional publishing. I've read articles and apparently it can take up to two to three years, which for me is like not necessarily in my time frame because I'm hoping this book can help pay for college. And I turned to crowdfunding because uh, I don't have the money to just hire an editor. Um, again, college is very, very expensive. So I was like, well, if I can get other people on board, because what crowdfunding also does is it makes people aware of your book so that you already have a pre-existing audience as well. So not only are you raising money, but you're also making people aware of it. And at least, you know, even if they don't give you money for it, they're at least like, they're like, hey, there's a book that I might buy later on or, you know, something that they can look into or something that you can share before your book actually comes out. So you have like a little step before you actually start marketing it. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So because you just mentioned marketing, what is your marketing strategy for like getting your Kickstarter out there? Um, what I've done so far is I have contacted a bunch of news outlets to be like, hey, you know, I, you know, because it's fairly unique to have a high schooler that's trying to publish a book. I don't know many other of my peers, at least and from my school and from other schools around me, they're trying to do that. So I'm like, hey, this is kind of a unique story. Uh, see if I can get that out there through news outlets. I've also contacted people I just know uh, through various organizations that have reach. And I've been like, hey, can you help me share this? I've contacted people in my school that I'd be interested in that kind of thing. Uh, you know, just trying to talk to anybody who I can really about it. Uh, I've also tried some social media stuff, uh, though I'm working on it. It's a very, I've, I've never really done social media stuff before, like TikTok and stuff like that. So I'm working on trying to figure out how to do that. But I think that's also a very big way of how I could get the word out there. Yeah, social media is a beast. It's, yeah, I feel like for rough. authors, a lot of us are... I mean, many are introverts, but at the same time, we also specialize <laughs> in writing and not in social media. Yeah. So then when it's like, okay, now it's time to do social media. And you're like, ah, I don't know what to do now. I don't know yeah, what. I just I don't, don't know, know what, what to, to post. I don't know how like to make my book attractive in like the social media post way because all of it feels like super cheesy to me. And I'm like, this isn't <laughs> this. I don't like this. If I don't like it, who else is going to like it? Exactly. Right. No, I get that. I feel that on a on a spiritual level. So tell us a little bit about what the process is like for setting up the crowdfunding project. What, how did you choose to go through Kickstarter and what is setting up a Kickstarter for a book look like? So there's actually, I, I started setting it up and I was like, there's actually a lot more that goes into this 
and like before you even launch the Kickstarter, then you might think, because while well, I chose Kickstarter because I felt like it was the most appropriate for uh, this type of project, GoFundMe, I feel like it's more more like personal things, not necessarily like big projects like this. I figured, you know, Kickstarter is popular, might as well try it. Um, and so I, I started setting stuff up and so the first thing I had to do was like, oh, I actually have to make a book that's not just a manuscript because you have to give something for your Kickstarter viewers to chew on a little bit, to draw them into your, to actually you know, make them want to give you money. So I'm like, okay, if I just like post a picture of like the front page of the like title manuscript, it's boring. It's just like a blank white paper with letters. So I need to make a title cover. And I am not an artist by any means. I can barely draw a stick figure. So I was like, how do I make a title cover art without paying for it? Because I can't afford to hire a cover artist. So I was like, oh, I'll just try AI art, AI art. And then I just, you know, typed in a bunch of prompts and then photoshopped a, a, a title onto it. And I was like, this is pretty good. And I slapped it onto the front of my Kickstarter. Um, and also I recorded like a quick video introduction of it. And and then I like I I I made the first three chapters of my book really good, and I put a link to that as well uh, for that, so that readers could have like a little preview of it, so that they could see if they actually wanted to you know read my book. And then uh, you actually have to come up with the rewards, which I was like, what rewards? What would I give to them? I I didn't know at first, and I was like, oh, it's obvious. You give them a copy of your book. Uh, uh, so I was like, okay. Uh, there's three books, you know, ebook, there's paperback and there's hardback. So I put different tiers for that. And I was like, well, they have to get something else besides the book. And I actually have experience doing some like crafting stuff uh, and modeling and design. So I was like, I just, I can just make them like little like uh, keychains or uh, a bookmark with, you know, like chibi heads of the main characters. And so, yeah, but I think coming up with the rewards for me was surprisingly the hardest part because I had to, oh, and you also have to, um, you have to like tell the story. So Kickstarter has a story called or a section called story and you basically have to write out like what this project is what it's about and so for me it's like i had to kind of write about it in a way that would draw people to it basically so there's a lot of a lot of work that goes into it beforehand before you even even press mm -hmm. publish but it sounds like you can yeah because a lot of agents will ask you for a first for first three chapters when you're submitting your right career, so you can kind of exactly use that work from one one avenue and use it for a second but it's nice to be able to, to double dip that way yeah i basically just copy and pasted my query letter into the story section and then made it a lot less formal that's basically all i did for it and so it was nice having that already there to mooch off of yeah that's so awesome so you've talked about you know your end of setting things up what about like your pre-existing audience like how, what role do they play in this crowdfunding project? How, it goes a little bit to back to our earlier question, like how do you amass an audience? Well, here's the thing is that I don't really have that big of a pre-existing audience, except for like my friends. I've been to a couple of other things where I've been able to gather a few people, obviously like teachers and stuff who are always you know wonderful and supportive, but also uh, I did a TED talk about storytelling and so I kind of have an audience there where the people who I did TED, the TED talk with, as well as the organizers of the event uh, are also behind that. Um, and also I, I'm a part of a few other student committees for like, there's one for like a science fair that I reached out to and I was like, hey, I'm doing a thing. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. We'll help you with it. So that's kind of how I got the word out there with basically just like finding as many opportunities as possible to make connections, um, whether it be 
you know, a good place probably is, you know, like your local library, uh, talking to the people there or even like clubs at school, right? School, school is actually a very big place to make connections because you're jamming in like 2000 kids in one place. So you're bound to have something click there. Right. And especially for me, university, right. That there's like 40,000 people there just all in the same place trying to do something. So I figured that's also a good place to make connections and to get the word out. So basically just talk to as many people as you can, which is great for an introvert, but you know, whatever. Um, and kind of get yourself out there and, find a way that you feel comfortable doing it. Cause if it's easy, if you find a way that's easy for you, then it'll become very, very easy to kind of just, you know, go. Awesome. That's so cool. I just love to be a Ted talk and this looks so good. I'm going to watch after we finish recording. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Zach, do you have a next question? Yeah. We talked a little bit about, um, about your marketing strategy. So let's turn to thinking more about, decision-making around crowdfunding. Um, what tips do you mm -hmm. have for listeners who are considering crowdfunding their book? So one big thing that I actually didn't realize until I started the Kickstarter process is that Kickstarter only gives you the money if you completely fund your projects. So I set a goal for $2,500. If I don't make all of that $2,500, then I will not get any sum of money ever. And so I think that's a really big consideration of setting something that's that's both able to help you but also somewhat achievable because if you set like fifty thousand dollars for that that's not going to happen probably for a debut author unless you pull off some sort of miracle i also wouldn't lock yourself into just kickstarter because for me i was kind of doodling around and finding other places where i could promote the book kickstarter was one of them but there's also, uh, if you know the website Inkit, I think it's called, where you, it's like a, it's like Wattpad almost, where you a bunch of people just like self-publish their own projects. Uh, Inkit was doing a competition of like a 10-year anniversary or something of their book, uh, and you 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 could submit a book. And I was like, at first I was torn because I was like, I have to submit my whole book to this app to this competition, so it would be spoiling my entire book. And so the first three chapters thing where it's like a sneak peek wouldn't be relevant at all because you could find my entire book somewhere else. But then I was like, this competition is also very like exposure-y. And so I figured, what the heck, you know, <laughs> might as well. And, you know, if people like the book enough, then they might try and get a physical copy anyway from the Kickstarter. So I figured it's a, you know, a win-win situation. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying, I like the advice to like, diversify your platform that's something i've been trying to do as an author so i think that's very sound advice um i'm trying to think if i have any other last minute questions zach do you have any do you think we have the prepared ones no you don't i mean you talked about the considerations for where to go to um where to crowdfund how to go about crowdfunding um things to consider i like how you mentioned tapping into your existing networks um whether that be at school um work you know your just your friends and acquaintances um that's super important to be able to to pull people in and to to hold their interest i know that one of the the big questions is where can our listeners find you like where where should they look for you so well obviously my kickstarter uh, it's somewhere out there uh, the book is called the whispers of the gods so if you look it up on Kickstarter, I'm pretty sure it's like your first option because 
I think it's a decently unique title. You can also read the entire book on Inkit if you want uh, and help boost that because I'm pretty sure the competition is based off reader engagement. So if you could engage with my book, that would be brilliant. Um, I do have an Instagram business Instagram that I'm trying to set up. Uh, it's I'm pretty sure it's uh, Sam Kwakla, uh, S-A-M-K-W-O-K-L-A-W. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the handle, but that's where I'm posting all the, like my project updates and stuff like that. And otherwise, I think that's about it in terms of where you can find me. I'm a very off-the-grid person, which is probably something I have to fix. Well, hey, that's enough to put in the liner notes, so that's where it will go. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.